Hi, and welcome to the Cycles of Life podcast. My name is Jana Puisha, and I'm a certified life coach, trainer, and human resource professional, and very much a self-development enthusiast. This podcast is about our ever-changing life, because it's never just a simple straight line. It doesn't always have predictable patterns and turns. Everything around us is a collection of repeating and evolving cycles. So this podcast attempts to explore the nuance of life. I will be sharing thoughts and stories based on my self-exploration and work as a life coach, but also interviews with inspiring people. Hi friends, welcome back to the Cycles of Life podcast. Today is actually a solo episode. I thought it would be quite fun and interesting to reflect back on the last few months. So if you didn't know, um, I'm, I've actually been furloughed for pretty much 15-16 months. So that means I didn't work, but I still had some money coming in, which was amazing. I know loads of people who really struggled during uh, lockdown. I actually had quite a good time. <laughs> I think I'm very, very good to keeping myself busy. I'm very self-motivated. So actually the freedom and the space that I got was amazing and I very much enjoyed that. I mean, of course, it wasn't all rainbows. Uh, as you might know, actually, went through a burnout and even ended up going to therapy for a bit just to help me unpick some of the stuff. And I feel like I've learned so much over that time. So now, yeah, I've been back to work for two months um, and I thought, well, it'd be interesting to reflect, actually. How has it been? How have I changed in the last two years? And also things that maybe I've struggled with in the last two months or things that I find easier in a way. So in this episode, I will talk about kind of challenges, the main challenges, uh, what I struggled with um, and also things that really helped in regards to work, but also also in my lifestyle. So things that maybe I'd like to do different. And also I'll finish off talking about what the future holds, <laughs> what are my plans, what I want to do going forward. So let's start with challenges, because let's be honest, that's probably the most interesting thing to listen to (laughs) um, about challenges that people go through. So the freedom is actually something that is incredibly important to me. It's definitely one of my key values. And I have an episode coming out in two weeks time about values. So please make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss that episode. And if you are my newsletter subscriber, you've seen actually a letter dedicated to kind of finding your personal values and there's a worksheet that you can go through that will help you to unpick everything. Um, And just on that note very quickly, I've actually uploaded some of the existing kind of older newsletters with downloadable worksheets on my website. So check them out. You don't need to do anything. They're completely free, but you can just have a look and yeah, go through that stuff and see if it's useful for you. But anyway, going back to freedom, as I said, freedom is so important to me. It always has been. Um, so if you're into astrology, um, I'm actually Aquarius raising, so I'm Cancer, but my rising sign is Aquarius. So freedom is something that is so important to me. Freedom and creativity. Um, and I do struggle if I feel like I'm trapped in someone else's agenda. And that is definitely something that I've been not necessarily battling with, but it definitely has been. Hasn't been as easy as I would love to. So that also meant that I didn't have as much time for my creative pursuits, um, things like hobbies, but also building my own business, working with clients, recording podcasts, etc. I love doing all these things, but I can only do them if I'm rested, if I feel creative, if I feel energised. Um, that's one thing that I've never, I never force myself to do it because 
anytime I force myself to do it, uh, it just doesn't come out right. It just doesn't feel right. Yeah, so kind of going up from that, another thing that I've struggled with is it was hard to grow my own business. Podcast, you might have noticed that it hasn't been as regular as I would love to. <laughs> um, just because it's been hard, not enough time. But also the biggest thing is for me is that I definitely definitely did not beat myself up for that. I just accepted it. It's part of my reality. And actually I can't go with the schedule that I had previously because again, I'm working full time. Um, another challenge is that I feel tired. As I said, I need more rest. Um, I feel like obviously in my work, I'm putting a lot of energy into that so I can spend as much energy on doing things I would love to do. Um, another challenge as well, um, which is quite interesting is I do struggle to go to sleep sometimes. I don't know if anyone else has that. Um, so it's when I had it since I was a child, really. It's almost as that fear to go to bed because you know the next day will be quite hard. So you just end up doing random things instead of going to bed, postponing the going to bed time, sleeping time. And that means that you don't sleep enough and it's just, it's a vicious cycle. Um, so I find myself slipping back into that pattern. So here I just have to be very strict with myself. Uh, I need my sleep. I need at least eight, nine hours sleep every night. So I just need to make sure that um, I don't use, I'm not allowed any um, technology after like nine o'clock. I read in bed and that really helps me to doze off. Um, but also stopping and really trying to think why am I stressed? Because often if I feel anxious or, well, yeah, anxious about the day, the next day, if I sit down and really think about it, often it's quite perceived fear. So it's nothing really behind it. And if I work it out, work it through, sometimes helps to write it all out. I realise actually it's all in my head. And that I find really helpful as well. So kind of another things that I find really helpful um, when it comes to lifestyle, meditating, not going to surprise any of you. Uh, so I still do try to meditate for 20 minutes pretty much every day. If I can't do 20, sometimes I would do 10 I try to do it in the mornings. It doesn't always work out that way. So sometimes I will do it in afternoon or in the evening. But just this one ritual really helps to connect with myself, helps me to see the bigger picture, kind of slotting, slotting myself back into the, the place where I feel calm and I feel restful. Really, really helpful for me. Um, trying to go for walks if I can. It's not always possible, but I do try to schedule them in. So if my schedule maybe is looking a bit lighter some of the days I'll actually put aside two hours just so I can go for a walk maybe sometimes I will stop off in a cafe do a bit of work and that's been really helpful as well to kind of going back to nature really <laughs> that's what um that's what I crave that's what I need another one is no coffee I don't think I've drunk coffee for last year occasionally I will have a normal coffee but I can only drink that if I'm going on a walk, so I know I'll walk off all that energy. Otherwise, I just feel anxious, I can feel my heart beating, and it's just not worth it. So I completely switched to decaf, even decaf tea, and I feel so much better for that. I cannot believe the difference it has made to my well-being. And kind of the final thing around my lifestyle is the trying to exercise more, but instead of pushing myself to do kind of long and vigorous exercise, 
I actually tried to switch it to something smaller and lighter and shorter and so far I've been loving it. So this is slightly based in Ayurveda, so I've been reading a lot of books about Ayurveda, which is fine, I find fascinating in itself, um, but actually in Ayurveda they recommend to exercise between before 9am and doing shorter exercises, especially for my build, rather than doing a very long and vigorous ones. So yeah, I've tried to only do no more than 3k runs because before that I would try to push myself for 5 or 7 or 8 even up to 10 kilometers and it's just too much <laughs> I would just burn out every time so now I'm trying a completely different approach just doing shorter but much more manageable and so far it's it's been working well obviously I don't do it every single time every single day um, but it has made a lot of difference so kind of other things that helped uh, when it comes to work actually it was speaking to other people. I'm very lucky that I have very supportive management um, and kind of work colleagues as well. So actually having very honest conversations, telling people, listen, I'm struggling here. Um, I need more support. Or I just kind of lost myself a little bit. So being open with people has been really helpful. Um, and then another kind of few things that are quite practical, so might be helpful, quite a lot of different people. Um, what I try to do is, so not checking my emails in the morning. I know it's not possible for every job role, but for me, actually, it works really well. So instead of kind of opening my laptop and checking my emails straight away, what I do now is actually sit down and write my to-do list. Only try to aim for three good actions for the day, sometimes even less. If I do more, amazing, but I'm kind of aiming for three things that will do that day. So I'll write them down before I check my emails, kind of based on my priorities, projects that are happening. Um, and then if I have something really creative that I need to do, I'll do that first thing in the morning, again, before I open any emails. So creating those pockets of time to work on creative stuff is actually really helpful. So for me, I'm at my most creative when I have energy, so that's in the morning. And if I do two hours of that, actually, I can do a lot of stuff <laughs> in those two hours. So yeah, and then I will check my emails. Because otherwise, if I do check the emails first thing in the morning, I just get distracted. And I end up getting carried away with somebody else's agenda. So I find that incredibly helpful. Um, another good thing, actually, what I've been really practicing is keeping my calendar quite free. So again, sometimes I, I get given projects or I deliver deliver a lot of training, so I don't really have a choice. <laughs> but if I can, I try to keep my calendar free. And it's been fantastic because instead of trying to fill in every spare hour with a meeting or kind of different agendas or different things that I need to do, I'm keeping it free and that created so much more creativity. Just having that space to think how can I do things differently? Brainstorm things around. I find that incredibly helpful. And another thing that might be helpful to some of you, but again, I know it's not might not be applicable to everyone, but if you work in a big organisation, what I find is actually helpful, for me anyway, is owning my own agenda. So what I try to do is come up with my own creative projects that will help to solve the problems in our organisation, of course. So that means I can... I can spend my time focusing on those projects rather than waiting for somebody to give me stuff to do. Because often, let's be honest, the stuff that you get given can be quite boring or you don't really see the point sometimes. 
so yeah, actually coming up with my own project, kind of going to my manager saying, listen, I've noticed this, that we have this problem. This is my solution. Is okay if I spent a bit of time creating that? Most of the time the answer is yes. So that was quite nice because that means I can, yeah, as I said, I can focus on things that matter to me, that I enjoy doing and still I achieve objectives and that means the managers are happy. So yeah, just a few little things that I find quite helpful that I've been doing. Um, kind of overall, I suppose, the two biggest lessons that I've learned in the last two months, I would say, is the, the importance of creating space for creativity. So even if you think, actually, I'll just do this creative thing in the afternoon, after I do the my <laughs> my to-do list, then I will focus on creativity. What I find, actually, it never happens because you just get busy, you get carried away. So for me, the best thing to do is know that, for example, right, I have a half a day free here and this is where I'm going to focus on my creative projects. I'll have time to brainstorm. As I said, normally for me, it works better in the morning. First thing, my brain is fresh, full of energy. Um, and that's been the biggest game changer, really. And really keeping that time free has helped me to achieve so much more in a short period of time, rather than if I was trying to do 15, 10 minutes there and there. And another thing that I've been really working on is taking the pressure off myself. As much as I would love, it would as much as I would love to do a weekly podcast, um, or have a really insightful newsletter every time, every month, maybe every, even every week, or update my blog, or show up on Instagram all the time, it's just not physically possible. So actually taking the pressure off myself, sitting back, reflecting, really trying to zoom out and think, actually, what is really important here? What is my ultimate goal? What is my ultimate objective? And then doing work based on that rather than pushing myself, kind of doing all these small little tasks that I feel like I should be doing instead of me actually choosing to do them. Um, not sure if that makes sense, but that's something that's been really powerful to me. So yeah, taking pressure off myself and waiting for me to want to do things rather than pushing myself to do things all the time. And probably the final thing, actually, one of the most important ones, and I will do an episode about it in the future again, is actually rest. And it's not just resting, but allowing yourself the true rest. Not just thinking that you're lazy, that you're unmotivated, because often we're just tired. We just need more rest. We just need to sit down, read a book, go on a walk, eat a very nutritious meal, meet a friend, whatever that is. So yeah, it's just giving yourself permission to rest. And for me, that's been very, very powerful. So yeah, these are probably the biggest, the most important things that I've tried and I find actually quite helpful. So hopefully that inspires some of you to go out, change things, trying to implement something, see what the outcome is. So what is the future then for me? Actually, I'm very excited for the autumn. <laughs> so I'm actually recording this on the 31st of August. So the very last day of summer, if you like. Uh, but I'm very excited because I think autumn is such a beautiful time to slow down, go inwards, take stock, look at everything that's been achieved in the last year. Kind of really slowing down, thinking what is important. Is slowly, slowly start starting to plant the seeds for the next year. 
starting to think what is that that you would like to achieve going forward um I would like to record more guided meditations. So some of you might have noticed, actually, I did really sneakily upload one, so you can uh, get that from my website. It's available on Spotify now, which I'm very pleased with. Or you can download uh, the the guided meditation too. So it's 10 minutes. Um, but yeah, it's there. So check it out on my website. As I said, just follow the meditation tab. Or actually, I will link it in the show notes as well, so you can check it out. Um, I want to create some coaching offers as well, create some sort of bundles and really connect meditation, some of my newsletters, tie it all, all together so people can just use it to really, something that will really help them to move forward and maybe see things from different perspectives sometimes. Um, I would like to do more interviews as well, so if any of you are interested, please give me a shout more than happy to have you on the podcast. Doesn't matter if you've never been on a podcast before, don't worry. I will be gentle. <laughs> I'll make it as simple as possible for you. So yeah, just get, get in touch. Best thing is probably to just DM me on Instagram or you can email me, wherever, whatever works for you. And the final thing that I would like to do is actually just do my own thing. Do the things that bring me joy. And for me, it's often my hobbies, my creative pursuits. So, sew more, maybe knit, maybe crochet, maybe paint, more candle making. Those little grinding things that I find so joyful and just, they make life just a little bit brighter, I think. So yeah, that's my plans for the future. Please let me know what your thoughts are. How did you find it? Is there anything that you think is helpful? Maybe it's something actually that you'd like to see more of. Again, give me a shout. would love to hear from you. But yeah, thank you so much for listening. I'm sure we'll meet again. Make sure that you subscribe. Make sure you like. Always appreciate that. And we'll chat soon. Thank you so much for listening. It would mean a world to me if you rate this podcast. If you're using an Apple podcast app, all you need to do is just scroll down a bit and hit those five stars. Don't forget to subscribe, that way you will not miss any future episodes. And if you would like to work with me as a life coach, you can find all information on my website and you can get in touch with me through my Instagram or email. All will be linked in the show notes.